brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, achy joints, weight gain. Maybe you're thinking they're all just part of getting older, or that's what your doctor tells you. But Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all be connected. Hormonal changes that happen during perimenopause and menopause are at the root of dozens of symptoms women experience, not just hot flashes. Midi specializes in compassionate care for women in menopause. Their solutions are safe, effective, and FDA-approved. Plus, they're covered by insurance. A convenient telehealth visit with a MIDI clinician can be your first step to getting personalized care. They'll tailor a treatment plan for your symptoms and health history so you can get back to feeling great. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. When your body changes, your care should too. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. That's joinmidi.com. Good morning and welcome to Power Up for Success. I'm hoping that you're having a great, great start to this perfect day that God has made for us. I know that I am. I've decided that on today that we are going to just sit back. We're going to chill. We're going to have some girl talk today and we're going to give our UTV audience an opportunity to get to know me in a very personal way. Uh, from time to time, I get calls from people who really want to know who I am, how I got started. And we thought that we would take this time to let you know what my background is, because I'm telling you right now, if someone had told me 20, 30, 40 years ago that I would be sitting in front of a TV camera, that I would be on TV and other um, countries as well as here in the United States, if they had told me anything about half of the stuff that is involved in my life, I would not have believed it. I would not have accepted it. And I can't even tell you where I would be right now. But I thank God for the people that he sent in my life. And I want to share with you that if you want your life to be a success outwardly, it can be. And you don't have to wait for years and years and years and years. You can be a success in your life now. Because if you can have the beginning that I did and still end up in a, a good place in your life, then believe me, God has no respect of persons. What he's done for one, he'll do for another. So it's to God that I give all the glory for where I am now. And what I've done was I brought my producer on with me. Her name is Betty Laws. And she and I are going to just have some friendly talk today. And uh, there are some things that uh, she personally feels that I should share with you. And uh, so we've developed a format today where we're just going to have some girl talk and we're going to find out some things about each other because I'm, I'm not going to let her do all the asking. I'm going to ask her some things, too. OK, so she thinks it's just for me, but it's for her, too. So without further ado, I'm going to bring Betty on and we're just going to start this uh, little what do you call it? discovery. We're going to discover more about each other. And I hope to hear from some of you after this particular show. Please let me know how you felt about it. God bless. All right, Betty. It is an honor, a surprise, mm -hmm. and girl talk between two friends. Boy, oh boy, an opportunity to show God that we in the kingdom of God as women 
who are on the forefront and in the battlefield can get along. We can be encouraging. We can take on each other's issues mm -hmm. and pray for each other, mm -hmm. have laughter amongst us, yes. enjoy encouraging each other mm -hmm. to go to the top. Oh my goodness. I'm sure today's show is going to be lots of fun. I hope I you hope enjoyed so. too. I hope Pastor so. Marcy, thank you for the opportunity. I thank you for being willing to do this because there was something that you said in the beginning where you said where we can get along. Mm -hmm. I want to share, if you don't mind, See, people think that Betty and I have always, quote unquote, gotten along. Now, we've always had respect for each other. So so don't let me, you know, uh, plant any ill gotten uh, vision there. We've always had that and we've never been downright rude to one another. But we haven't always seen eye to eye. She had her view of looking at things. I had my view and. And, and it looked like for a season, if we allowed it, that it could have destroyed a beautiful friendship. And uh, but the way we handled it, I thought was really good. See, Betty, I want to tell you something about it. She's a she's a good listener. Now, sometimes, depending upon what the affront is, it might take her gritting her teeth. But she will listen. And so uh, we found our areas of differences and we actually talked about it. And sometimes I was actually swayed to see it her way. Sometimes she was swayed to see it my way. And then sometimes we met in the middle. But then the few times where we didn't agree at all, we allowed each other, if that's your path, if that's your way, go for it. But I'm going to do it this way. And we didn't hold it against each other. We just kept going forward. And I think that's great. Absolutely. And the other thing, too, is when we, to add to what you just said, when we do go on our own paths, we still yet don't give up the friendship. That's what I believe makes God smile upon us because we want to wish each other well. We're two powerful women. We two, we're both. Both of us have our own mind and our own path to follow. Mm -hmm. But the one thing that God wants in the end mm -hmm. is that we've treated each other with a God they love. Yes. Yes. And I have to say that. And I, I'm glad that you are uh, a part of my life. I'm glad that we are working together on some things. Not everything, but some things. And it works well for both of us. So mm -hmm. ah, this is a good thing. We're doing this. So what do you I want to ask you about, number one, what led you to God in the very beginning when you were young? What led you to believe in God the way that you believe in God today? Okay. What was the first incident that called you? Greater in high school uh, because I loved poetry and poems. So I started writing. And uh, so the things that were in me, I started to utilize them and I started to allow them to come forward. And when I did, um, I had to face challenges there because people were so used to me uh, being who they thought I should be that when I was trying to exert myself, they didn't like it. They were kept trying to put me back in this mold. But uh, I think anyone that might be watching today that you cannot continue to live in a mold that is made for you by somebody else. Sooner or later, you're just going to waste away to nothing or you're going to break it. 
there is no middle ground. You're either going to just waste yourself or you're going to break out. In my case, I broke out. So something else that you said in 10 ways to keep moving forward, I believe you said you have to make a decision because you can't stay on the fence. You can't be a double-minded woman. That's right. In the kingdom of God, you have to know who you're serving Mm -hmm. and you have to know why you're serving. That's right. Yes. You have to make a decision because indecisiveness is going to get you absolutely nowhere. Mm -hmm. Um, When you make a decision, it takes courage to follow through with that decision Mm -hmm. because things are going to come against you. Circumstances, people, um, the way you've lived your life up to that point even Mm -hmm. is going to challenge you. So you're going to have to make up your mind that, yes, this is something that I want to do regardless Mm -hmm of who is with me and who is not. Because sometimes the very ones that you want to walk with you will not walk with you. Mm -hmm. And uh, that can be very disheartening because we don't want to leave loved ones behind or we don't want people that we care about to a great deal not to be involved with what we do. But what we're missing in this, at least uh, my experience has taught me, is that if we stay there waiting for one or two people, we Mm -hmm. miss all the people that God has before us Mm -hmm. that will walk with us, that will respect us, and that will work with us. So that speaks towards um, the fact that you have so many gifts that God has allowed you to have. Um, you, You can act on your gift of singing, your uncle picked you out for the best part that you performed. He said, now you can lead that song. Yeah. And so now you can write songs. Mm-hmm. You can sing songs. You have a beautiful voice. You can also, from writing as a young person, you have written so many good books. Yes. Uh, and so, and, and it's helped so many people in the public world. Uh, mm-hmm. Isn't it something how they wanted to entice you to fail yourself from mm-hmm. being great mm-hmm. and now you are the woman that now encourages people to use their gifts, use their gifts yes. in the kingdom of God mm-hmm. and be great. Mm-hmm. Isn't that something how you carried on through your ups, downs, all the storms mm-hmm. and still yet when you turn around people are following you because you decided to stay on a path that was what God called you to do. Yes. And now others are saying, how did she do it all? How did I So do? my question to you today is, out of all the gifts that you have, mm-hmm. what would you say would be the number one, number two, and number three that you like the most? Well, I have to say at the top is I love to teach because I really like sharing good, right, and positive information with people. I love to inspire them, hopefully motivate them to to move forward in life and to feel good about their own lives because too many people I've met along the way says, I just don't know why I'm here. I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing. I'm just existing. I'm not happy. And that kind of hurts me because I love seeing people happy. I'm I'm a joyous person most of the time. Every once in a while I have what they call a bad day, but I choose not to let it define who I am. So I think teaching would be number one. The number two, I, I love to write not just books, but I write plays as well. Christian plays that have a moral, um, uh, a moral, um, compass. I want people to 
examine their heart, their life. I want them to see themselves in the play. Uh, people tell me I'm very funny. I make folk laugh all the time. Um, it's not always intentional, believe me, but they says you, you kind of set us up. You make us laugh. And then after you laugh, you hit us between the lines. But, um, but I think I got that from my father. My father would always make people laugh and he was not intending to, but it, he was hard to take him serious. Um, and then I think the third gift, believe it or not, is something over which God, well, God gave me all my gifts. But the third thing that I used to, to not be real happy about was the gift of compassion. Oh. And um, I remember one day that uh, I had been very used, at least I thought, by someone. And I just wanted to throw this compassion back. I wanted to give it back to God. And a, a woman who had a deep faith in God said to me, don't you ever, as long as you live, ever let me hear you say you don't like who God made you to be, that you don't like the compassion that is in you. Because that's what's wrong with this world today. More people need compassion and you have it. So don't you dare tell God that you don't like who, you, who he made you to be. And I have found that having compassion has really gone a long way in helping me get to where I am today. So, Alice, if you're listening, I will not <laughs> ever say I don't like compassion or I don't want what God gave me. Well, I want to add to what you said from the experience that I've had. And when you add you. that, do that as soon as we come back. Amen. And we'll add <laughs> From time to time, we all need encouragement in our Christian walk. We need to be reminded who we are in Christ. God allowed me to and guided me through to create this small volume entitled 20 Steps Up to a More Glorious You. You can order your copy today by calling me on 302 893 4018 for only $9.99, including shipping and handling. Okay, we're back. And the last thing I was talking about was compassion. Well, Dr. Morris and Brian, I just want the audience to know that even in times, as you were saying in the very beginning, when there are differences, and we have to share that, and I might bring something to her attention or she might bring something to my attention, and we may need to stand corrected, one thing that Pastor Marcy has taught me to say, I want you all to hear this because perhaps this can be a good tool to continue friendships, to continue relationships, whether it's in business, whether it's in your social life, whether it's in your work with God. You can say this because I learned to say it. It makes me feel mm -hmm. so much better and it defuses any negativity. Mm -hmm. And that is, Pastor Marcy, mm -hmm. when I'm uh, bringing something to her attention, she says, with if a I, smile on her face. Especially if I accept it. If it's yes, something that if she I accepts can't it. Move, move away from it, the first thing out of my mouth is, I've got to do better. <laughs> I have just got to do better. Yes. <laughs> Don't defend it. When when you've been convicted or when you know that, that, that there was something that you could have done a little bit better than you did, why make excuses? Remember, that's one of the steps of moving forward. Don't make an excuse. Just 
own it. Gotta do better. And I have used that when I have needed to. Yes, I have. And it does do a lot to diffuse a situation that could have gotten out of hand. Absolutely. So let me just tell you this. I've learned from Pastor Marcy on that compassion note, mm -hmm. how to just take myself back rather than going forward. Because, you know, sometimes we can get to be like a bull sometimes mm -hmm. when we think we're right. And something you said in your other segment about you don't have to always be right. If we have love for ourselves and love for God and love for the kingdom of God and those who are in it, mm -hmm. sometimes we need to step back and not always want to be right. And so she's taught me that as well, as far as compassion is concerned. I just take a deep breath. Mm -hmm. mm, I see that it's not going anywhere okay. in different situations. And I can just step back, take a deep breath and mm -hmm. say, you know what? I don't have to always be right. I can just listen. Mm -hmm. And then that also diffuses me. I've learned a great deal from this great woman of God in her teachings and being around her and even coming to her for advice from time to time. I may feel that I'm right, but there's such a way to deliver it. And Dr. Marcy can show you a better, as she said in her other segment, a better way mm -hmm. to deliver even what you think is right. Mm -hmm. So Pastor Marcy, let, let's move on with something that I'm excited about. Okay. I'm excited about, she's a professor. Yes. And she's at the Freedom Bible College and Seminary Wilmington campus. I can say that she's a, a, a writer of at least, I think now, eight books. Mm -hmm. And she's working on her next. She's a playwriter. And we want to talk some more about your talent in those areas. There's a book here called Will the Laughter Come Again? I must advise you, written by Dr. Marcy Bryant, that if you pick this book up and you need some purging from some situations and things in your life that is just has not come to closure just yet in your spiritual walk, read this book. This is what she did. She wrote it out. She showed people the steps that she took when the laughter went away, how she got the laughter back. And I call this book a purging tool for me. It will show us how to purge from sadness to gladness. And the laughter certainly will return again. So, Pastor Marcy, I just want to know, how many people have talked to you about this very book? And how did you guide them mm -hmm. to continue to read the book, even when they said, that book is a Yes. But then you decided, you encouraged them to do to, what? To do what was your tactic? Okay. Um, well, first of all, to answer your question, I have had numerous uh, conversations with people uh, about this book, Will the Laughter Come Again? Like, what inspired me to write it? Why is it so sad? And, you know, I can't get through this book. The reason why I'm calling you is you've got to tell me that this is going to get better. And I knew what they were talking about because I went to movie with uh, Will Smith, uh, The Pursuit of Happiness, I think it was. And I remember sitting in that uh, movie theater feeling like this has got to get better. If it does not get better, I'm just going to get up and I'm just going to walk out of here because I just can't take this anymore. And so that is what I equate the folks are saying when they come. Look, you've got to tell me that this gets better because I can't 
I can't deal with it. So my advice to them is I said, go to the last page in the book, read the last page and then go back to where you are now. I said that will give you the motivation to keep reading the book all the way through to its end. And now what inspired me to write this book uh, was because it was at a, a low point in my life when I felt like I wanted to give up. And I went back into my childhood and I started trying to figure out where did where did it go wrong? I mean, I wasn't always feeling this way or, or what happened to make me get to such a place in my life where nothing seemed to be right about life. There was no joy and and every day was a sad day. And so I went back to come forward and I journeyed or journaled rather my journey until I got to that place where I could actually laugh. Absolutely. Great book. Pastor Marcy, tell us where we can get this book. Uh, you can get this book. Basically, uh, if you send me an email, I will send you a personal autographed copy of the book. My email address is my last name, Brian, B-R-Y-A-N-T, and a period, and then met. M is in Mary, E is in Edward, T is in Tom at gmail.com. If you were to uh, send me an email, tell me you want to purchase the book, I'll give you a special price. All you have to do is send it on Cash App and I will mail that book out to you. Postage paid. You will not have to pay the postage. I'll be happy to pay it to get it to you. There's another book that comes to mind. Mm -hmm. 101 and one ways to keep going when going gets tough. Yes. Now, when my dad was passing mm -hmm. and uh, I was very sad because that was my best friend. I could call him every morning, every night after work and we could talk on different things. On Sunday, he would ask me what happened in church and he would, we would talk about what the preacher preached. And then when I started pastoring, he would ask me what I preached and he would ask me what inspired me. And then when I was losing my best friend, I picked up this book on the way going to his burial service in North Carolina, where we're from. And I took this book with me. I put this, that book, not this one, one not the 101 one ways. ways. I put it in my bag mm -hmm. just to have something to read. And as we were traveling along the way, mm -hmm. I want to tell you, you blessed me wow. by writing that book. I could go to a number in the page. If I looked at a sign and it said exit five, I might <laughs> refer to the book. If I saw 301, which was a road that we had to travel on from, um, from Delaware all the way to North Carolina, we could take 301. And I would look at 103. Mm-hmm. <laughs> one, one, oh, one, three. But and I, I'd look at but 10. I but I didn't have a 103. Yeah. And here's I how I broke it up. How'd you break here's it up? Here's how I broke it up. I would look at, I'd change it around. No. I'd say, well, we don't have 301 ways. So what, how could I do it? 103 ways. I would read 10 and I would read three. That, that'll work. I would break those, those numbers up to fit mm -hmm. something in that book. And I would choose from those, those selections. How about And that? it would bring joy to my soul as I was going through the transition of my father onto glory. Mm -hmm. And I want to ask you, what inspired you to write that book? Uh, again, like that one was written um, at a 
time in my life. And then once I was getting my life back together and I was going forward, I had a dream one night where the Lord was telling me everything that I did along the way that kept me going. He said, I want you to put it in a volume. I did not at the time when I was writing down everything that I did, I did not see it as a book initially. I was just writing down those tidbits of information, thinking that I would actually get to, uh, uh, since I do a lot of speaking engagements, that I would just go to speaking engagements and I would say, hey, this is what I did when this happened or that happened. But it ended up being a volume. And that book, uh, 101 Ways to Keep Going When the Going Gets Tough, uh, that book has been out there for a while. It's been printed four or five times. Uh, uh, now it's uh, print on demand. People can get it through Amazon and places like that. But again, you can also get it from me, a personal mm -hmm. uh, autographed copy. But the book is still out there on print on demand, 101 Ways to Keep Going. And uh, people uh, have given me so many accolades about how that book has helped them and even uh, one of the strangers that I met in Texas, I remember I was going to a, a women's uh, conference in Texas. I was one of the speakers and one of the ladies that was there came up to me and um, she says, I'm at this conference because I have your book. Now I'm on the East Coast. I never saw her before in my life. And she had my book in her hand and she says, I have been reading this book and you will not believe how much it has helped me. And when I heard that you were coming to Texas, I made it my business to be here because I wanted to meet you. And then she handed me the book so that I could autograph it for her. But that book beat me to Texas. And, that, and, and not only that, and every book that I had with me on that particular trip, I, I sold out and I had to send books back. Absolutely. I can say, Dr. Marcy, I've used that book from the pulpit. Oh, to encourage people. I've used that book in my Stress Less for Success um, um, gatherings, meetings with people. I will tell you, I really have. And it's really been good for me. It's a good tool. It's a mm -hmm. good teaching tool as well. Wonderful. When people go home and I'll say, well, listen, why don't you order the book? It is economically feasible yes. for people to get your books. And that's another thing mm -hmm. I like about the fact that you have all these books out here, which uh, are not so expensive, mm -hmm. but boy, the outcome is great. is great. That's what I've been, and you know, and that makes me feel uh, like like my life is worth something because I'm helping other people because that's my joy. I love seeing people um, get happy about their life, being motivated about their lives, and accomplishing things with their lives. That gives me a great deal of joy. And uh, another book that I wrote was called No Need to Run. And that book is um, geared toward people who want to give up when they reach an impasse or when they reach a brick wall or when um, they, they think it's just too difficult to keep moving forward. And then they decide to run away from their challenges or try to get somebody else to handle the challenge for them. And, um, and I want to uh, share with them that if the challenge is there, then the best blessing, the greatest blessing of all is right behind it. They have to go through it because what they're looking for, what their um, their goal is, chances are it's directly behind that challenge. And the only one that wants them to fail is the devil himself. 
the devil doesn't want you to get to the greatest joys in your life. So he'll put that wall when you're the closest to it. Amen. So, uh, so I wrote that one to to encourage people: don't don't run away from it. Take a stand. Stand against the things against you because you overcome them. Now I'll I'll add to that, Doctor Marcy, if you don't mind. Mm-hmm. Let me just say I ran from God, who called me to be a pastor. I ran like Jonah. But let me just say that that book can inspire people. And what she's just said can inspire you. That if there, if you feel like it's a challenge, God called you because he feels that you're fit for the journey. From the calling of God mm-hmm. on your life for his kingdom to be in the ministry. Mm-hmm. And we are running. And with that, I want you to know that I also ran as well. But I. This is Dr. Marcy Bryant. Thank you for tuning in to Power Up for Success on today. I look forward to seeing you again next week. And until then, let the Lord use you because you are absolutely awesome. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Midi Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com.